Hey there, if you want to learn to build apps and websites or launch your startup idea, check us out at devslopes.com. We offer guided learning paths on iOS, Android, front-end, back-end, and blockchain development. Use the coupon code SLOPESession10 when checking out for a 10% off discount. Start the recording. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, if you want to ask, and we have uh, Jacob here too and Mark. Uh, so if you guys want to ask anything else just in regards to DevSlopes, uh, what we're doing, um, anything blockchain related to, we can, we can do that. This will just be kind of like an all-in thing now. So uh, go ahead, Jake. All right. So first question is from AR. He wants to know, Evan, where did you learn UI and UX designs? Um, I actually learned it from my bedroom <laughs> a couple years ago. Uh, I just sitting at my desk. I didn't, I, so I didn't actually go to like school for design or anything. Um, I didn't, I, I never took like any, any classes or anything like that, but it basically stemmed from me wanting to build an app back in 2015. And I had me and my partner had contracted out a designer and then a, you know, a UI UX designer. And then from there we brought it to our dev team and I didn't like the way that the designer implemented everything. And so I got like a cracked version of Photoshop and just started like doing it myself. And um, I just kept practicing and doing it over and over and over again until like we got what we needed. And then, um, it just kind of spiraled out of control from there. Like I, I designed a couple of other apps for other people and like the more you practice, the more you, you, you know, you get, you get better at, at it obviously. And then uh, my actually like my fourth or fifth design, like official design was the one that I used to build um, the app that I uh, was able to build because of Mark's iOS nine course and that's how he found me. And then like from there, I was just, I was just like on a huge design sprint for, for everything for DevSlope. So that's kind of how I, I got into it. That's how I learned it, I guess, um, just, by, just by doing, <laughs> scribbling a lot. Yeah, that leads to the next question. Someone says, do you have an art background? Uh, so as, as, as far as like, like visual, visual art, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> I did well, so I did like drawing when I was like twelve or thirteen, but I, I, I didn't do like a, I wasn't into Photoshop or Illustrator, uh, anything Creative Cloud or anything like that. Um, I did, I, I did like writing music and enjoy music, so I guess that is like an art form, if you will. But I didn't really have like an art background going into anything, so uh, just kind of something that came up. So. Shout out to anybody who like wants to get into UX UI. Like, it's not like I've been doing this for, you know, like decades and, and Mark headhunted me out of nowhere. I was just like some, some random guy that like started drawing stuff <laughs> on a computer, like when he found me. So. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool, guys. Um, all right. Next question. So why did you choose not to have a dribble or Behance account to showcase any of your works. Any of your works. Um, so, you know, that's something that I actually want to do. Um, I I want to create an account 
there. I think there is just so much going on uh, in regards to what we're doing that I like, I, I guess I don't have time to like really showcase, you know, like work on something and showcase it and upload it to a place like dribble um, for me to be like proud of it and be like, yo, everyone check this out. Uh, Cause I'm sure a lot of you guys know at dev slopes, we are all more or less a jack of all trades, right? Like, um, like Jacob, for example, works in the API, but he's also teaching and he's also learning about blockchain. Uh, and everybody has like three or four, four roles. And so when I am done designing stuff, I could either, you know, like hop on dribble, do something for there, or, you know, work on, you know, something marketing related, uh, or, um, you know, research more on the fields and the segments that we want to get into. So it's just kind of like a trade off right now. Um, holding that off to, you know, focus on, on devils in the community. You know, that, you know, I, think, I think that, uh, it's not kind of fair though, either, uh, kind of question. Cause when, uh, when we first started chatting, you know, I really wanted your help and you're like, but you know, like I don't just design websites, right? Like you're not just looking for a website designer, right? I was like, I was like, oh, no, no, like I need, I need help. And I think, uh, I think that it stems a lot from your desire to build startups. Uh, my point is <clears throat> I would take you with, let's say even half your design and UX skills, uh, but with your desire for product itself uh, over somebody who is an amazing designer who's just simply putting stuff on a dribble account who only wants to be a UX designer. The reason why is, you know, a UX designer is going to make something cool, cool, right? But uh, you have a context of the product itself, how it makes money, what a good experience a user should have uh, so they can be invoked to make purchases and and things like that, among other things. And, And that's, that's what was really, uh, I think, is the core of all those designs, all those designs that you make and stuff. So uh, I, I think, I think it stemmed from a product side. Cool, thanks, man. That's a that's a way better answer than I I just gave. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Lucky Duck wants to know what do you do, Evan, to improve your work. We'll get better. Oh, I, 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 I give it to Mark. I give it to the team. Um, and I say, why, well, you know, like I, I, I said this early on and I think now this is more, this is more of a given, but I used to, Mark remembers, like I'll send him something and I'll be like, rip this apart. Um, and I think getting people to look at your, look at your work, look at your designs. Um, and the ability to like take feedback and make something better and constantly throw your designs up against a wall up against, you know, people who are in the industry outside of the industry, people who are going to like use a product that you're trying to build, um, you know, get them, get their feedback and, you know, just, just keep working at it. I think, I, I think once the the biggest growth period I saw personally is when like I relinquished this idea that like that like feedback was not a personal attack on me and this is just like in general right and then when, once you get over that like mental hurdle everything else that comes in is like golden so I would say that's that's probably the biggest thing I I I did to like improve other than that um, like I love perusing 
dribble, <laughs> uh, Pinterest even, um, just like reading about design and like what's, what's coming in 2018. Uh, but yeah, biggest thing is just getting feedback. All right. Um, someone says, thanks for holding the event. I know you mentioned Photoshop. Do you also use sketch? Which do you think is better for designs or top pros and cons of the different design platforms? So between Photoshop and sketch. Oh yeah. So I am a huge fan of sketch. I actually was probably unfortunately not an early adopter. I think Caleb actually jumped on the sketch bandwagon before I did. I was so used to Photoshop. Um, like the, the, uh, iOS app, our first like 1.0 iOS app was designed in Photoshop. And then afterwards I moved to sketch and it makes things so much easier. I know there's ones like Adobe XD, you know, like balsamic envision has a bunch of cool stuff now. Um, but sketch has been my go-to like 99% of the stuff, uh, the graphical assets that you see coming out of dev subs or for dev subs has been designed in sketch. Did that answer the, I, I forget. Let's see. <laughs> what do you think is better for designs or top? So sketch is really, really powerful for making, um, like I would say like for lack of better words, technology design. So things like around the realm of like startups or like icons or, uh, you know, like mobile screens, web screens, like it's really, really powerful for that. Um, you won't be able to, you, you won't be able to like import a picture of yourself and crop out the background and slap yourself like, you know, on a, in a different environment, like that kind of stuff is definitely in the Photoshop realm. Um, so I'd say the pros for sketch are, you know, like very technology, uh, industry driven and, uh, pros for, other ones, primarily Photoshop is like, you just get so much functionality out of the box, but it's not, it's not entirely optimized as well for like technology um, sectors as much as sketches. Yeah, that's great as. Do you know that link Mark just posted of your catch out design? Oh, was, was that, that the cash out one? I, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I thought yeah. it was gonna be like a, like a Microsoft Paint like like me like a paintbrush or something i wasn't sure no um did you do that one in sketch as well i did yeah 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 all right um what resources do you use for your ui inspiration i know you said you use dribble yeah um resources i use so yeah like dribble pinterest um i actually I think just by nature of like being in technology in general, like you come across, you know, a TechCrunch article that has a new app that's being built or a new uh, like product or even like on product time, like you, you'll see these upcoming, upcoming things. And I like to look at them and I like to download them. I like to see how, how they, how they operate. Like what are people doing today or, you know, in the past 90 days, um, that I think are really going to change the game as far as like design and user experience. So uh, I think proactively it's those things. It's just kind of looking at what's out in the ether 
and downloading as many as you can or as many that excite you and interest you and seeing like where you could implement that in your own product. Um, yeah. And then like dribble Pinterest, Googling a bunch of stuff. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much where all the inspiration comes from, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, since there are so many designs out there, how do you go about making something unique? How do I go about making something unique? Um, that is a, that's a tough one, actually. Um, I think there's, that's, <laughs> that's a really good question. I think there's a, there's a, uh, there's like this abstract idea of unique that like, nobody will ever be able to like attain obtain at, at this day and age. Right. Cause I think, I think at, to some degree, everything has been like done and overlapped in some capacity that whatever I see and I draw or whatever I see and I, and I mock up is going to be, you know, like some sort of hybrid collection of everything that I've absorbed in, in, in my brain. Right. So I, 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 I would be hesitant to say that like, whatever I come out with is like completely hundred percent original because it all stemmed from something that I saw previously, whether it's conscious or subconscious. Um, but as far as like getting a mock-up done and looking at it and saying like, you know what, is this really going to like stand out amongst the people that are going to be using it? Is this really going to stand out to our target demographic? Um, I think some of the things that I look for to make it unique are like looking at the other products that are out there in that space and saying like, okay, if I was an avid user of stack overflow, right? Let's say, let's say cash out. For example, if I was an avid user of stack overflow or any other like Q and a form for coding, um, what do those typically look like and how could we make cash out look better, look cooler, look more exciting, um, look different, and feel different. And I think that is kind of the approach to making it stand out and making it more unique in its own sphere. Sorry, that was like a really lengthy answer, but. <laughs> nah, it's all good. I'm just <laughs> laughing at Mark's comment in the chat. <laughs> what, did, what did he say? Mark, Mark doesn't like green, um, but green is, a, green is an amazing color. Mm. It's everywhere. Actually, that brings us to the next question. So someone says, what about color? How do you decide which colors go together in like a design? Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like a, uh, the way I learn is just by getting burned literally. Like, like I'll, I'll do something. I'll think it's awesome. I'll give it to people and they'll be like, this, this, this sucks. Like do it again, do it again, do it better, make it better. And so specifically like with colors for me, at least it was like a lot of trial and error. So I used tools out there like, um, Paletton, Paletton. I don't know how you, how you say it. I think Adobe has one. It used to be cooler, but it's now something else. Um, but basically there's a material design one Google has where you, you input a hex and then it'll spit out a bunch of possible colors that, you know, match that hex that you gave it. Um, so I found that to be like a really, really good starting point to experiment with colors. 
but now it now it's like at a point where like i'll start with a specific hex or a tone and you just kind of like intuitively can feel out okay i started with this blue maybe like an orange or a teal would be cool and you just kind of drag around the little uh the little color box i don't know and find something that like might fit and now at this point it's just like i know generally where i want the color to be let's just kind of like fine tune it um so yeah i would say like a lot of trial and error as far as colors go but a good place to start if you haven't uh, if you're not there yet is our tools like Palaton, Adobe Core, or I don't know what it's called now, Material Design, etc. All right. Um, how do you plan your time? For example, how long would you say you research, work on real projects, etc. per day? For example, how long? Um... So, sorry, I, 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 want, I want to answer this the, the best I can, but I, is, it, is it in regards more to how, how much do like, I research design and work and like design real projects per day or like, um, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so the research actually, as far as design goes, is like very, very minimal. Like when I have downtime, I'll look at, I'll look at some sites. Um, I actually just joined a, a, a Telegram channel for patterns, uh, like that design website. Um, so sometimes I'll just like go through stuff in there. Um, but the research side is like very, very small now. Um, not, not because it doesn't interest me or I don't think it's important. It's just that there's like so many other things that we need to do as a company that come before, you know, like me researching um, to like this exorbitant extent. Uh, and then as far as like real projects go, like we, I, I'm, I, I'm constantly designing and like reiterating stuff. I mean, even changes for the website, right? Like if we need to add like an asterisk or like a disclaimer somewhere, um, I, I, I can't just say, Jason, put a disclaimer on the website, right? Like I need to give them some sort of, uh, design, some sort of structure, some sort of font, hex, etc. Um, so I would say I, the research part portion is probably like 5%. And then the work on real projects per day is probably 90, like 85 to like 95%. I mean, it, it's even down to things like, uh, images in an email, you know, like we want an image, uh, I should probably go make something cool that like no one's ever seen before. So yeah. All right. Um, all right. This is a good question actually. So AI yeah. wants to know, what do you think about invasion studio? Do you think you might make the switch? Ooh. I am so pumped for InVision Studio. I saw their promo video. Uh, I don't know when they, when they when they dropped it. I signed up for like the uh, early access, which hasn't hasn't come. I don't even know. I haven't even checked. Um, but it looks really really cool. I think that it's going to change the game, and I think a bigger a bigger uh, 
issue that that comes up with sketch is that it's difficult to communicate ux it's very 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 good on the ui side but the ux is like when i tap a button what is everything supposed to look like and feel like and i think that is what envision studio is going to tackle start really really bridging the connection between design and development um, so I'm really, really excited for it. I haven't, I haven't followed up with them there. Yeah, me too. I'm excited for it as well. Um, all right. So with there being so many sizes to cater for web, mobile, etc., is there a tool you use to build for these? So example, icons, um, assets for sizes, etc. Yeah. So um i'll I'll answer this in two parts so so the first one is like there you're right there are a lot of sizes to cater for um i I have this really cool tool called jason brewer not calling him a tool i'm just saying he's basically like i like um we're, we're so efficient now where i will design the like for example web um so i'll design like a web desktop version and he kind of know we we know how we both operate so he can actually spit out a design for the mobile version understand where things should go in relation to how i designed it on the desktop and so i luckily i don't have to worry about that too much um i used to and you know we just kind of got into this flow and now i i really don't need to anymore um but then yeah as far as like mobile and it, 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 it's not, it's not too much of an issue now. Um, especially with 2.0 only being desktop only right now, but, uh, for, for like iPhone and iPad and, you know, like tablet and things like that, I think it's important to understand like what, in what context the user is using the product. Right. So like if I'm on a, if I'm on a train using my phone, that's going to be a very, very different experience than let's say in my living room on my iPad, right? So kind of put yourself in the mind and feel and environment of like whatever product they're, they're using or, uh, you know, like a device that they're using and then start prioritizing it from there. Are they using two hands? Are they holding an iPad? Can they, do they have two thumbs or is, are they holding it on a phone? Do they have one thumb? Maybe we shouldn't put a very crucial button like in an unreachable spot, you know, or like at least add a, add a swipe gesture somewhere. So uh, those are things that are, you know, kind of look out for. And then obviously like each device has its own respective sizing. Like with iOS, there's the one X, two X, three X with web, with web, I can actually export SVGs out, give it to Jason and they're going to look great any size. Yeah, that's great. As, um, do you have to, I don't know how to say that word, your designs, if so, what are the processes? Is this, do you, oh, do you have to patent your designs? Oh, so, what, uh, so I actually have never patented any design. So sorry, I don't, I, I don't know what the process is. <laughs> but if I do, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot it over to you. No worries. Yeah. Um, 
I would like to know, I have seen that you are too good for all this work you are sharing with us. But for example, code, any person can code, but design, I think is the most difficult. Are you graduated of that? You have been learning this all by your own. Is it because I think that I don't have that easy way to imagine something amazing to be on a design? What do you recommend for at least for all people that has this difficult way to imagine and most probably design a good UX and UI? Mm. Uh, first of all, thank you for your, for, for your comment. That's, that, that's, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, like I said, I, I didn't go to school for it. I didn't graduate. Um, with like a degree in design or anything. And I actually hadn't really started designing until, until like 2014, 2015. Um, but I, 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 I've said this before in like a lot of other, uh, you know, like calls and AMAs and, and things like that is that a lot of times the designs that people see, like in, even in like the first, like version 1.0, the designs that people see often go through like a 10 to 15 uh, like there's like 10 to 15 versions before the V1 gets released. And when I say 10 to 15, I mean like straight up, I'll design something, give it to, give it to the team. And they'll be like, we should probably tweak these things. I'll bring it back. I'll work on it some more. Like it's, it's like a, a lengthy, lengthy process. So I think, I think there's this like misconception that whatever you see on dribble or whatever you see that looks amazing um, has somehow magically been designed from the get-go and it's and it's more so an iterative iterative process than a you know like one-shot wonder process so um like to answer your question you know if, if it's difficult to imagine designing something so grandiose and so beautiful that could, you know that you can um, see billions of people using I would say start with like the most granular use case, like whatever your product is um, seeking to achieve, start with that. And it doesn't even need to be that beautiful. It could literally be like a screen that says like, this is, this is what I do. Here's my service, like buy now. And there's a button, you click it. What happens when you click it? You know, like there's an email form or, you know, like something else, like start with like those like very, very basic gears. And then once you have like three or four screens that do what it's supposed to do, then you can, then you can add some color to it, add some cool icons to it. And over time you'll, you'll watch your product evolve um, into something beautiful and grandiose. But it, it, it often, at least for me, doesn't come right out of the gate. That's great. Just a heads up, I'm getting a meeting, um, remaining meeting time of seven minutes. Just a heads up. Oh, weird. I thought I signed into the uh, marks. Maybe I, maybe I didn't. That's weird. Um, so it might cut off in six minutes. I'm not sure. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. We got another question. When you were in the process of teaching yourself UI, UX back in 2015, was working for DevSlopes, DevSlopes a part of your plan? Uh, oh, that's a, that's a good question. You, you know what we could do? Uh, if, if, cause it, yeah, I, I realized I probably didn't sign in 
to Marks if uh, if maybe if people have more questions, we can make another one and I can send out the link again um, or we can wrap it up. What do you guys think? Well, I could just I could just power through these. I think I could do it in yeah. six minutes. Um, so sounds good. Cool, cool. All, All right, right. So, sorry. What was the question? Um. Oh, I lost it. Oh, oh when you were part of the process of teaching yourself back in 2015, was working for DevSlopes a part of your plan? No, actually, it 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 wasn't at all. Um, it was. And initially when Mark reached out to me, you know, like it was, it was very, like the idea was just like a seed. Like it wasn't, it wasn't this huge, you know, we didn't have this crazy business plan and like doing a bunch of crazy things. It was like, Hey, do you want to do some design work for me for like a couple months? Like that's how it all started. That's how everyone all started. Like it wasn't, uh, you know, this, this crazy combustion all at once. And so, um, it didn't like, crossed my mind. I took Mark's course cause I was trying to build like my own product. And then I really believed in the idea and the, the grand vision for it. Uh, and I made a decision. I was like, I'm, I'm in like, let's, let's, let's do this. So yeah, no, that wasn't like the, the ultimate goal all along. <laughs> all right. Mark says that you don't work for Dev Slopes. It's <laughs> because you are Dev Slopes. <laughs> we are we we are a unit. We're a squad. <laughs> um, well, so if we are having trouble imagining a design, we should keep giving it to the Dev Slopes team until we get it right. <laughs> That's from Mike. Yeah, yeah, Mike, you could definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you. So jokes aside, if you, if you have a design that, you know, you want like feedback on it or anything like that, feel free to send it over my way. Um, or, you know, Caleb is awesome too. Uh, you know, Evan at DevSlopes, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb at Um we'll, de- we'll, we'll definitely uh, give some input. All right. Um, do you ever worry Mark will have an itch to do something different and show you up on design Well, He seems to like everything. <laughs> he um i don't i don't he 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 can show me so so what, what's cool is that like um mark knows mark mark's strengths lie in like what really like draws people in and uh, n- not saying that like i've like have a complete deficit in it but basically it's like two pieces of a puzzle um, and so my philosophy is that like the best idea wins and therefore like the best design wins. So sometimes like while, you know, he, he may draw something like very, very sketched out um, as feedback. And while it may not like look amazing or like super pretty, it makes the most intrinsic sense as far as like UX goes. And so, yeah, best idea wins, whether it be, you know, like pretty or not, you know, you got to, got to stay open to all those things. All right. My so says, for des- <laughs> yeah. For designs for things like games, what do you recommend for the design tool? Speaking specifically for making 3D-ish type walls and spheres and whatnot. 
that might be a question for Ben. Sorry, I've actually never dove into like game design or things beyond like a minimal 3D realm. But Ben, so ben what's that? I think it's, I think it's Blender. There's a yeah. Um, Blender's what I know, but yeah, I think uh, Ben would have like a very good answer for that. You can ask him that question yeah. um, later today if you join his side quest Saturday. Sorry, guys. There's there's less than a minute left. Um, so, sorry for for cutting this short. But uh, if you guys have any more questions, like obviously feel free to hit me up uh, on Slack or EvanDeslops.com. If I don't get back to you, uh, it's likely because I'm soliciting feedback and just like drowning and so drowning in that and so keep bugging me and i'll 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 definitely like love to help where i can no worries cool sounds good let's party for a minute before this kicks us off yeah (laughs) yeah thanks guys this is enjoying yeah absolutely we'll definitely have an ama with ben yeah we should that will most probably be the next one, Evan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Peace. Have a good weekend, everybody. All right, peace. See you guys.